Welcome to Inside the Mind. My name is Drew Fitzgerald, and I'm here to bring you coverage of all things Charlotte 49ers. And it's my favorite time of the year. We're only 10 days away from the college football season. This means a new Inside the Mind episode every week of the college football season. The Charlotte 49ers will kick off their season Saturday, September 2nd at 6 p.m. against the MEAC's very own South Carolina State University Bulldogs. Consequently, ESPN's College Game Day show will be in Charlotte in Romar Bearden Park that morning for the UNC vs. South Carolina game kicking off at Bank of America Stadium at 7.30 p.m. I will be decked out in my Niner gear attending both events. For any of my listeners who are attending either event, I will be wearing my green Inside the Mind shirt and I'll be ready to talk college football, so feel free to say hi. Well, let's start off with the biggest story of the past month. As a newly branded member of the AAC, the Niners attended the American Athletic Conference Media Day July 24th and 25th in Arlington, Texas. Head coach Biff Poggi and O-line coach Kyle Devan were joined by a few players, Yabioki, Jalen Jones, Demetrius Knight II, and Jasper Parks, to be exact. The Niners made quite a splash. Here's a clip of head coach Biff Poggi that went viral afterward. That's it? Three questions? Maybe that's because you have us ranked last. That's all what you think of us. So that, that, we, we get that message. Thank you. This moment went absolutely viral across the college football world, receiving attention from highly followed media outlets like Barstool Sports and Sports Illustrated. After the iconic press conference, Charlotte Athletics took advantage of the moment and began selling mini three-game ticket plans, branded as, that's it, only three games? The green plan includes the homecoming Navy game, and the white plan includes the Memphis game. Both plans include your choice of either South Carolina State or Georgia State, and your choice of either Florida Atlantic or Rice. Get your tickets while you can. Charlotte's homecoming game against Navy on October 14th is currently close to selling out. There are less than 400 tickets left for the general public, and they are only standing room. Charlotte Athletics announced last week that they are updating mobile ticketing so that it is much more accessible for the fan base. 100% of tickets will now be mobile for all athletics starting this season. Charlotte Athletics now has a mobile app featuring news, resources, and live scores. From the app, tickets can be saved to your mobile wallet or transferred to others with ease. Adding to the disrespect in the American Conference, a few teams have scheduled Charlotte as their homecoming game. The ECU Pirates on Saturday, October 21st, and Tulsa on November 4th. Charlotte has taken this disrespect from the American Conference and made it bulletin board material. At fall camp practice, coaches and athletic trainers were seen wearing the number 2.5 on their shirts, signifying Charlotte's projected win total for the season by the Las Vegas oddsmakers. Charlotte football has deemed this mantra bad company, referencing the classic rock song and band. In an article by Nick Carboni from WCNC, Poggi stated, and I quote, It means that we're not only going to beat you, but we're going to break your spirit, end quote. In addition, Poji also declared that he will be wearing his iconic sleeveless look during games. 
some more huge news. Ashley Mahoney at Axios Charlotte reported on Tuesday that it has been confirmed that the Charlotte documentary is happening. Contrary to speculation, it will not be happening with HBO, rather ESPN+. The docu-series will be called Mining for Greatness and will be directed by Mickey Holden, the director of Poggi's other docu-series, The Cost of Winning. There will be at least 12 episodes, and the air date is still to be determined. But the first episode will drop the first week of September. The episodes will be released every week and will consist of the team preparing for their next game and also reflecting on their performance the past week. David Raven, a UNC Charlotte alumnus and executive producer, is funding the project. Mike Hill revealed to Axios that the docuseries was not costing the university anything. Biff may have unveiled a lot at Media Day, but in my opinion, Charlotte's offensive coordinator, Mike Miller, gave the greatest insight to what the product on the field will look like. Listen here to what Miller had to say in an interview with Grace Gill from Charlotte Sports Live. Look, the bottom line is like everybody in college football does very similar stuff. Everybody goes fast. Everybody runs 11 personnel and... And that's cool, and I, I think if we do that, we could go to a, an average bowl game, and that's not what we're here to do. For us to win our conference, we got to be different. And so it's going to look more like a NFL pro-style offense, and we're going to have tight ends in the game and a fullback in the game. We're going to be under center, which is very uh, foreign to, in today's world in college football. And um, that goes back to my roots when I was a player and, um, you know, watching Michigan in the Big Ten the last two years, going the last four years, but specifically the last two years, I mean, they absolutely, the way they were able to win their conference championship is because they were different. They had multiple tight ends in the game, extra offensive linemen, and the explosive plays happen organically throughout the game, right? But it's a run-first mentality, and it's like enforcing our will and our physicality on the other team and that's what offensively we just want to be a team that everybody hates to play while everyone is excited to see what the team has to offer there may be some members of the team missing from the sidelines defensive back transfer al mahi ali has been deemed ineligible by the ncaa if you haven't been keeping up to date with the North Carolina college football scene, the whole situation is very similar to UNC's wide receiver Tez Walker, who is also lobbying for his eligibility by the same new NCAA rule involving second transfers. The second transfer rule provides a set of guidelines that players have to meet to receive eligibility after transferring. Players who had a physical injury or mental health condition apply, and the NCAA is willing to consider other circumstances like sexual assault or abuse. In his letter, Ali claims that he transferred from St. Francis University in Pennsylvania due to religious discrimination he faced at the Catholic school due to his Muslim faith. Ali provides instances of this discrimination and goes on to also point out that he made the decision to move closer to his family and young daughter. UNC's Walker received a letter of support from Governor Roy Cooper, but has not yet been deemed eligible. Hopefully, the North Carolina governor can provide the same support to Ali.
Personally, I think the transfer rule is absolutely ludicrous. The NCAA should have given players a full calendar year before the rule was enacted. The fact that these two players transferred before the guidelines were put into place shows the wild inconsistency from the NCAA. Let the players play and let the fans enjoy college football. There are several Niners who have been racking up preseason awards and appearing on watch lists. Julius Welchoff appeared on Bruce Feldman's Freaks list. The 6'6", 265-pound linebacker jumped 34 and a half inches, had a 4.19 shuttle, broad jumped 10-4, and went over 21 miles per hour on the GPS. Running back Shadrick Bird made the watch list for the Paul Horning Award, given to the most versatile player in college football. Defensive lineman Mike Kelly made the watch list for the Werfel Trophy, which is college football's premier award for community service. Lastly, Charlotte 49ers running backs coach and special teams coordinator Greg Frolich was nominated for 27 Sports 30 Under 30 an award given to promising coaches under the age of 30. Charlotte has also added two new recruits to their class of 2024. Malik Moses is a 6'4", 260-pound defensive end from Snellville, Georgia. And Javion McKay is a 5'7", 160-pound receiver from Tampa, Florida. They will both join a stacked class for 2024. Charlotte has added another opponent to their schedule for the 2026 season. September 26th, 2026, the Niners will travel to Louisville, Kentucky to play the Louisville Cardinals. The Niners played Louisville back in 2016 during Lamar Jackson's Heisman campaign. The Niners lost that game 70-14. In other sports news, Charlotte basketball has hired former NBA D-League Coach of the Year Connor Henry as a new assistant coach for the team. Henry was a former NBA player himself, drafted by the Houston Rockets in 1986. Henry served as an assistant coach with the Orlando Magic in 2015-2016 and was most recently the head coach of the Adelaide 36ers in Australia. It seems like a good hire, and I'm sure fans are curious to see how he impacts the program. Lastly, for our final story, the Charlotte women's soccer team took care of App State in their exhibition game on August 5th, 2-0. The ladies will host NC State at Transamerica Field this Sunday. Niner fans, come out as women's soccer puts on a clinic against our in-state rivals. Thank you so much for listening to our episode today. Remember, Niners wear green on Wednesday, and they also listen to the Inside the Mind podcast. Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening to Inside the Mind. Hit that follow button to stay updated on all things Niner Nation. You can find me on Twitter at InsideTheMind49 and on Instagram at Drew underscore Fitzgerald. As always, picks up and roll Niners.